Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me in another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I get to talk about anything and everything I want to talk when it comes to Digital Dealer Tampa, which is literally right around the corner. Hence why I have an amazing guest with me today. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Brendan Harrington. Brendan, what's going on? How you doing, man? Beautiful day. <laughs> Beautiful day for a barbecue, right? I heard for a barbecue. For a barbecue. Like, I'm jealous, dude. It's like, it, it's cold and raining and cloudy outside. Like I said, I haven't seen the sun in four months. I'm excited to come down to Digital Dealer Tampa and see the sun. Um, but you're outside barbecuing today, so I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yes. It's, it's illegal in California to be that cold. This time yes, yes. Hey, um, we got, you have a cool session uh, that you're going to be a part of at Digital Dealer. I'm excited. I, I think, you know, out of all the conferences that I go to, I think Digital Dealer does an amazing job of bringing dealer speakers and vendor speakers and OEM speakers. I mean, there's, there's almost 90 speakers registered for this place, yeah. you know? Impressive. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I remember going to this as a dealer and coming back with a notebook. Like this bloody thick of just yep. ideas and action and actionable items that I was actually going to start putting into place. So, you know, I think you're, you got a cool session. I'm excited to get into it. Before we get into your session, though, I love kicking off these conversations with a little origin story, A, because I'm always fascinated. So, Brendan, how did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? Yeah, fair enough. So I am uh, 30-some years in the space, uh, 10 years as a factory guy. And uh, I, long-time product planner, launched the original Nissan Xterra, then I was the S-Class guy for Mercedes. Um, but I uh, was being promoted back to New Jersey the second time with Mercedes and decided I didn't want to live there. And, and so I stayed in California and went retail. And I've been retail ever since then. Uh, I basically worked with one group for 20 years. Wow. Uh, Going from, I did every job in, you know, selling cars, opened a BDC sales manager, and then opened an Audi store, uh, ran a Lexus store, and then ultimately ran the biggest dealership in the country, which is Longo Toyota. Um, also has the biggest body shop in the country there. Yeah, I've heard of that place just a few times. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then I finished as the uh, chief operating officer of the Penske Motor Group for the last number of years before I went off my own. And uh, here we are. Yeah, that group. I think I've, uh, I think I've heard that name maybe once or twice. <laughs> I mean, wow, wow, man, what a career, huh? Uh, working at some serious powerhouses. I, I can only imagine uh, what it'd be like to be a fly on the wall in some of those uh, marketing and operation meetings and at some of those locations. That is very, very cool. Well, you got a great kind of session you're going to be speaking you know or is it a panel or are you speaking i can't i can't remember it's two of us yeah that's right it's there's two um rocket and then myself to sort of echo and, and fill in her her uh story i love it man it's like how to fix people performance management you know i i look we're a people business at least that's what we keep saying we are right i mean you hear that all the time but then you know look I've had the opportunity to consult with hundreds if not thousands of dealerships over my career. And, you know, I've, I've looked at a lot of P&Ls, and I'll, I'll be straight with you. There are not a lot that have this as a line where they're actually investing into their people. You know, we love right. saying it's people business, but do we really always put our money where our mouths are? Look, there's some amazing dealerships that do, phenomenal yeah. dealerships that do. But there's still a lot that haven't got to that place. So let's talk a little bit about this. Um, why should someone kind of attend this session? What should they be looking forward to? Well, 
to your point, this is a people business, even though we don't typically think long terms about our team, right? Mm -hmm. So there is two two parts of there's how you recruit and then ultimately how you consider someone's overall career path, not just what they're doing right now. Yeah. And the second part is how you're training them along the way and, and doing training that's thoughtful and relevant um, to that person to help them progress their career. And so it's what, what Rocket is trying to do is uh, create different journeys for each person based on your job types, whether you're a salesperson, a service advisor, um, sales manager, general manager, whatever. There's a series of journeys you go down. And within each journey is short vignettes mm -hmm. that are only between two and three minutes. Because we know people don't like to do half hour training, right? Sure. Or hour training or go off site for a day. So the idea is daily two to three minute trainings that keep you um, progressing personally toward whatever goal you want to achieve. Um, flip side, maybe you encounter a situation as a manager or as a salesperson or a service writer that you weren't quite sure what to do. Now, maybe you're comfortable talking to your manager or a peer, but maybe you're not. And so it's set up so you can go in and find that instance and help you think about how you could have handled that situation better or done a better job marketing or how to take care of a customer better. So it's, it's designed for flexibility in today's world um, to help you improve yourself. That's, that's awesome. Look, I love anything with a growth minded mindset around that. You know, I mean, I find, you know, uh, being a people business and growing and developing our people is a mindset. You know, it's it, yes, it's a process. We do have to build a process out of it. You know, it has to be executed on a regular basis. But if we if we don't evolve the process to a mindset that it never really sticks. And I right. love this idea of these quick little like boom, two minutes, boom, three minutes, boom, right. a minute and a half, you know, of just, you know, just constantly keeping myself in that mindset throughout the day. You know, it's, it, and it requires a bit of a self-awareness, you know, to be in a place like that. You can't, you know, I, I find that, you know, dealerships look at this and look at this, this investment as just a check they can cut, you know, right. but, but it goes beyond just more than the check you're cutting, you know, it really does go into the process, the mindset and everything. Like how does a dealership kind of maintain that mindset? I'd like to get your thoughts. Yeah. Well, let's say a couple of things are important. Like when you look at there was a time that one of my managers was complaining that they had no one to promote from within their um, body of entry level folks to become a junior manager. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> Cause you hired every one of those people. And after a couple of times of doing this, I realized, you know what, we're doing it wrong. So we flipped it. We said, okay, we're no longer saying it's an entry-level position. We changed it. It's called future all-stars, right? And it's important because you're not – the difference is you're not hiring for today. The direction was and the training we did was if you can't conceptualize what that person's next job is going to be, right, don't hire them. Mm -hmm. So if you're just hiring a valet or just hiring a cashier, don't do it. You're hiring for one level up. And once you do that, then it also gets back into how you train him, right? Because you yeah. expect that person to progress. But if you don't expect that person to progress, then you're not going to train them. You just don't, it's not worth it to you. So that was one important difference we did. The other important difference was we took out, we looked at org charts all the time. Mm -hmm. And we always had the person next up for every single position. And we trained to that. That's so awesome. that no matter what happened, we yeah. had very low turnover. But if someone retired, someone quit, someone got sick or pregnant, there's always the next person up, and you trained to that. So you're always organized. 
And these are things you have to do when you're a large organization. Mm -hmm. You know, a dealership that is smaller, like say 50 to 100 people, you don't necessarily think about it the same way, but the reality that the concept is the same and needs to be attended to. Sure. There's just there's less immediate pressure to do it. And that's how you get the most out of your people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, I, I, I remember working in a dealership consulting once. It was a small monpa, right? And their F&I manager wanted to be the general manager, but the general manager was the owner's son. That was never right. going to happen. But right. he was an amazing F&I manager. And I'm like, look, you can't say no. He goes, what do you mean? I say, if you say no, he will stay here for the next 10 years and give you subpar performance the entire time he's here. That's right. it. That's what it yeah. is, right? You need to say yes, and you need to help him find the next general manager home. All right? Yeah. And then that's why I told him. I said, look, you, you, like, that's what we want. We don't just, no one just gets in the cells just to be in the cell. Well, that's not true. But okay, but this next generation of people are looking for more, right? How do yeah. I evolve through the company? How do, I, how do I bring more value to the company? Show me that path. It means so much to people these days. So I think that's absolutely awesome. 100%. You think about it. So, Jason, if I say to you, okay, I'm just hiring you, go do a job. Sure. Okay. First of all, you feel a little abandoned. We can get through all the kind of layers from there. But if I say, Jason, okay, here's a job for you right now. Tell me about where you want to go next. There we go. Yeah. That's the right. Key. What's your career aspirations? Where do you see yourself in five years? And then, by the way, here's some journeys from Rocket that'll help you get there. Right, here's training paths to help you get there. Yes. How do you feel now? Right? Okay, my manager powered. Yeah, you feel empowered. My manager believes me enough to spend the time to ask me not only where do I want to go, but how to get there. He's got he or she's gonna help me get there. I, I think that's especially you said for the younger generation that's used to being coddled, right? Not yes. like the way we grew up I was like, hey, go out there sell cars good luck if you're still there in six months suck it up buttercup right <laughs> so um I, I just think for retention and then they tell their friends hey by the way not only did jason hire me he engaged with me he's giving me a roadmap i know i'm gonna get a raise soon it, it, that's, that's how you recruit more people a hundred percent and this is not necessarily a new model but this is a great way to actually put a roadmap to that model i mean right. you know like um I was, the way I was so successful in this business, I had a mentor very, very early on. The first place I worked at, dealer principal, yeah. you know, right, they hired me, all right? And then it was, you only met the dealer principal after 30 days. And I thought that was always kind of funny. But I guess there was a reason behind that because maybe not a lot of people actually survived the first 30 days and wow. you would have a lunch with him. So I go on my lunch, all right? His name was Bert, amazing guy. And yeah. he was like, what do you want? You've been here for 30 days. Where would you like, what would you like to do in the automotive space, and I said, I want to be right. you. I said, I want to be you. I want to own my own dealership. And he was just like, <laughs> here I was like some teenage punk. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I want to be you. I literally want to be in your shoes one day doing the exact same thing where I'm taking out the new guy out to lunch and having this conversation with him. That's exactly yeah. what I want. And yeah. I and, and he must, at some point, maybe in the beginning, not take me seriously, but eventually he took me seriously. Yeah. And he, he, he mentored me. He told me. Yeah. I had to work every single role. I needed to understand what the controller went through, what the accounting went through, what the parts went through, what the dealer. I mean, I, I remember telling my, you know, my sales manager when I left, you know, 160k a year sales position to go become yeah. a forty five thousand dollar a year service advisor. That was right. nuts. He's like, "You're yeah. effing crazy. What is wrong with you?" But that was the path I went, and I would have never done that if I didn't have a mentor that kind of showed me 
that direction. So right. I think it's amazing. Um, you know, uh, sometimes I go squirrel, so I apologize. I, I'll digress. But, um, uh, you know, people for attending the show, anybody watching and listening that are attending the show, what are maybe one or two takeaways that you hope, you know, they'll take away from the session, go back to their dealership, create an action plan, and actually start putting into place at their own location? Yeah. Well, it's like you said, there's nothing really new in our business, right? It's reminding ourselves what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the takeaways from this session will be really thinking deeply about your team. Yes. Who the te- who, you know, who you want on your team, how you want to develop them and how you're thinking about them in the coming years to help them better support you. Right. I always say like our job as a manager is to work ourselves out of a job, mm-hmm. right? The better we are at our job, the least we are needed. That's a sign of success. So I would say go back and just get back to the basics. And that's what rocket is all about. Basics, getting back to the things, the fundamentals to help you progress and run your operation more effectively, right? Improve retention, happier team, more profitable. But so the takeaway is going back to your store, running a better operation and thinking of your people as your truly best asset, not just saying it, but actually living it. That's awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I will definitely do my best to make it to this session. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to also meeting you in person, Brendan. I think it'd be, <laughs> I, you, I'm sure you got some more stories to share there. I mean, yeah, many years yeah. you've been in the business. I, I definitely want to hear some of those war stories, but Hey, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, who would maybe love to kind of connect with you maybe prior to the event. What, what's the best way to do so? Oh, well, uh, I guess that's a good question. <laughs> Typically, people just call my cell phone, um, which may be a little bit open, but my uh, email is simply bh, as in Brendan Harrington, bh at capovalleytoyota.com. Capistrano <laughs> Valley Toyota in San Juan Capistrano, California. That's awesome. Hey, Brendan, thanks so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has for been sure. a ton of fun. You have yourself an amazing day. Thanks, Jason. You too.